to uh, the next in the episode of video series that we're doing with interviews with people regarding this COVID-19 pandemic and what they're doing to support their mental health and how they're approaching everything that's going on. In Australia, it is currently it's the 28th of March and we have about, oh, I don't know the exact tally at the moment, about 3,300 cases in Australia and we are very much only at the beginning of this, very much working on flattening the curve. And this week has been a huge week, so I'm welcoming my stepson, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. So we are separated by around about 60 kilometres. He lives in the just, oh, just outside the inner part of the Melbourne CBD, along the Maribyrnong River there, which is just over his left shoulder. Uh, there's a lovely river just over there. I don't, yeah, turn the phone around. Beautiful, beautiful view, which they're very grateful because both he and his partner Pierre are going to be spending a lot of time in their apartment with their two puppies. They've got two Sharpays, so they've got some company there. And as you can see, Ryan's out in the balcony. So welcome, Ryan. Thank you for giving me your time today. That's all right. <laughs> can you actually hear me properly? Yes, I can. I can very much hear you properly. Can you hear me? Okay, good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all good. Yeah. So um, Ryan um, is a hairdresser by trade. He has been a hairdresser for oh, a long time now. Eight years? Nine years? Ten years? Oh, like ten. Yeah, it's ten, ten yeah. years. Goodness, ten years. And so just, this... Just past ten. This week the, um, the federal government decided to put some pretty hefty restrictions on the hairdressing trade and that resulted in Ryan's business uh, that he works for needing to close their doors for the foreseeable future, and also his partner is in and retail. They took the restrictions back. And then they then they then they rescinded the restrictions after they'd closed the doors, but they decided to to keep it that way because it is likely that those restrictions would come back in place, probably even a little bit more stricter than what they were before. So Ryan has found himself unemployed, basically, or at least stood down from his his full time position which is a busy on his feet, yeah, it's a very, very busy salon, so he's used to being very busy. And his partner, Pierre, has as well, he works in retail, um, overseeing, he was a, an area manager, over, and he's been stood down as well, because obviously retail is, is not doing well at the moment, so everybody's been stood down. So it's the two of them in, what would you say, about a five-square apartment? There, about, about five square? A what? Five or six-square apartment there. Oh, I, now, I don't know measurements and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We're very real on this podcast. It is one of you. They have an outdoor area. They do have two dogs. They have a kitchen, living area, and two bedrooms. So, they. So tell me, what are you doing now? I know it's only been a couple of days, but what was your initial reaction like? How did you feel when you were first told that you were going to be stood down from your job? Because I know you did know it was coming, but how did it make you feel? I mean, I guess kind of relieved in one way because um, I know it's the right thing to be happening um, and I was starting to kind of like, I don't know, I was almost kind of starting to resent the people who were coming to the salon because I was like, don't you get what's happening outside? Like, go home and wash your hands, don't be here. Um, and then I was like, oh, when will I work again? Like... Ever? Like, I, I, what, what's happening? Because at this point in time, we don't even have, like, any kind of dates as a guideline or anything like that. It's just, like, a until further notice kind of thing. So, who knows? Like, it, 
who has any idea like I'm just at home now like um and that's strange so far I'm actually kind of like uh yeah it is strange but I don't think the reality of it has really set in yet that my life has changed like that like I feel like I'm at home on a Saturday. Normally, this is my busiest day of work. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Like, yes, I'm at home with my boyfriend on the weekend. Like, I just feel like I've got a long weekend. Like, I'm on annual leave or something like that. I've just been happy to kick about. But I'm sure within a few days, I'll be like, oh, my God, get me out of the house. <laughs> but at the moment, I'm all right. Yeah. And, that's, and it would be strange for Pierre as well because whilst you're not – out all the time constantly like you are at work and Pierre's out on the road a lot with his job and then to well, be home. actually only just finished up yesterday so he still worked up till yesterday um and yesterday all of his stores closed down so he was kind of like facilitating all of that um and then on Monday he's doing work but he's got to just do it from home just like wrapping up some paperwork stuff like that so um for him I don't know how he would be feeling because Saturday, now that it's Saturday, he's off work, but he would normally be off work on a Saturday anyway. So I think for him, um, when, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday kind of rolls around and he's at home, that's probably when it will start to feel a bit weird for him. So you finished up on Thursday? Wednesday Wednesday night. night. So you've had two, this is your third day. So tell us, what have you been doing to fill in your time or to keep yourself calm, we'll call it? Colouring. Colouring in? (laughs) That's some vibrant colouring in there, I've got to tell you. I've been um, starting colouring in and then deciding I don't like it anymore. Um, I I gave up on this one because I decided I chose bad colours. That's actually probably mostly what I've been doing to pass the time is colouring in. Yeah. um, I've really gone back to basics. I've bought a, um, a crossword book. Um, I have decided I'm going to learn how to crochet. I bought a crochet hook and some yarn and a learned crochet book. Um, I'm super excited to clean out my wardrobe because I've been looking at that actually for a couple of months thinking, oh, God, I need to do a clean out in there. Oh, I'll do it another day. I've got all the time in the world now. My wardrobe's getting cleaned out. Um, what else? really basic boring kind of home things yeah, isn't it you catch up on a series on netflix can you do, really well that's right and and i think yeah I, start, I started westworld so good get onto westworld if you haven't watched it it's so good um it's, i don't think it's on netflix where have i been watching it on through our foxtel i've been watching westworld hopefully we don't have to cancel the foxtel now that we're unemployed because it's actually very handy at this point in time this is when you need it um, most yeah this is this is the funny the ironic yeah, part of right. it isn't it it is it is the I'm ironic cancelling my bloody phone bill before i cancel my foxtel at this point in time <laughs> cut yourself off from the the world rather than i want to see you staying hydrated which is good that's that's good and yeah got my good old pepsi max oh well done no sugar yeah because you don't want to be bouncing off the walls and of course you're spending time with the dogs as well and you have a little garden to tend to out there as part of in my previous podcast, I've been talking about things that you can do at home, like learn a new skill, learn a new art and craft, uh, colouring in. They're, they're relaxing therapeutic activities. And so you're doing, like, that's great stuff. And tending the garden as well, even though you might not have heaps to do, it might be five minutes a day, but it gets you outside into the fresh air while you still can. Because the weather's good. It's 29 degrees or something here today. Yeah. It's a really nice afternoon out here. 
Yeah, which is great. So uh, have you and Pierre talked about strategies of what you would do to, to um, fill in your time or have you gone on your own to work that out and, and you suppose on Tuesday will be when he starts to think about it? Um, I don't know. To be honest, we haven't really talked about it heaps. Like I think we're both just trying to like deal with it in our own ways. Like I'm trying really hard just to be like, it is what it is. Let me get my coloring book out. I've got my textures here. Like, like I'm chilling. Like I'm just trying to not overload myself with stress about it all. Um, whereas Pierre's a bit more like, shit, we're not going to have any money. Like he's applied for a few jobs and stuff. Like um, he's applied for jobs at Aldi um, Telstra call centers, like things like that, where actually at this point in time, they need more employees there as opposed to our kind of fields where they don't need anyone and we're being laid off, um, which I will get around to at some point. I have, um, gone and applied for, you know, Centrelink cause they changed the, um, the eligibility criteria and things like that for that. So I've done that in the meantime. But it's just hard, like, he's got a date that's, like, four or five weeks away or whatever that he's been told he stood down until. But we don't know if that's going to change or not. Like, I don't know. I'm like, if I if I start looking for jobs now, I don't get one for three weeks, and then in two weeks' time, my job's back. Like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not even sure. It's unlikely. I'm just sort of hear what more is going to be happening and things like that before I figure out what I'm going to do. At the moment, I'm just, yeah, enjoying colouring in. Yeah, it's, it's quite a difficult time because of that uncertainty. And I think that that's what's causing a lot of people distress and um, issues with anxiety is is based upon the fact that we just don't know. And and we are we are doing, in Victoria and, and Australia, really, we're doing a really good job at flattening the curve. We could probably do a little bit better, but we are doing a good job. But it does mean that we are looking at three to six months of, of a stop of things and I think that that's where you, know, you look six weeks from now I could be back at work have I got six weeks off do I get another job what do I do in the meantime do I just ride it out it's do you, are you finding at the moment that the actual the concept of this virus hitting people that you know and love and being all around you a bit uh, hard to grab hold of at the moment um, yeah it is quite weird because it's almost like it, a virus is like it's invisible mm. you know even though it's going to be on every hand railing and elevator button and everything everywhere it's invisible like you can't uh, you can't see it it's not like if there was a, a big huge natural disaster like a tidal wave or earthquake or you know say the bushfires or something like that like you look out your window and you can see like things have really gone bad. Like people are struggling. Like this is going to be so bad for the farmers. Like, you know, uh, my, my auntie lost her husband, like all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I don't know anyone at this point in time yet who has, um, you know, been confirmed to have the virus and I, that I'm aware of. No one I know knows someone who has it either. So it's like, I'm not saying I don't believe that it's true. I 100% believe it, and I'm doing my best to do all the right thing and everything like that. I'm not trying to say it's a conspiracy or whatever, as fun as that would be. But, um, yeah, it's one of those things that I haven't really seen or experienced or anything like that around me. So it's like 
I look out the window and it's a beautiful normal day outside, but um, it, there's no one to be seen anywhere because everyone's isolating. Like it's it's quite it's quite strange. Like not that I want anyone to get it, but like it's a weird thing where I like there's nothing to see, but I'm being told this information. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll stay home because this is bad. But then like while I'm at home looking outside, I'm like, God, it's a lovely day out there. Like. It's part yeah, of the challenge. Strange. It is part of the challenge, and that's why they're having trouble getting some people to understand it. Because until it affects someone that you know and love, often people say, I, this is happening to other people and everything's normal, whereas the world is far different from the world that we know. Now, how many weeks ago was it that you, you've just done a nearly two-week trip to Japan? So how many weeks ago did you get back? Uh, how long has it been? I think we've been back for about five five or six weeks mm. we were there um we went we got back on like the 19th of february so whatever that is i don't yeah some amount of weeks <laughs> five six something like that five and a half maybe the six on the weekend probably yeah six six in a couple of days and that and so the virus yeah. was running rampant in um china and some other areas when you were in japan was there any mention yeah. of it when you were in Japan? I know that Pierre was running around with hand sanitizer squirting you constantly. Oh, my God. If you could see my dermatitis still from all of it. Um, yeah, no, it didn't seem to be a major, major concern on the streets there while we were, were there, but it was pretty quiet there because it was winter, so there wasn't mountains and mountains of people around. Um, but also in Japan, like even when stuff like this isn't going on, a lot of the times people in the cities and stuff, they'll be wearing masks across their face for the pollution and things like that anyway. So, um, it, like nothing really seemed that crazy there. And I know that like uh, there was a few cases that had been reported and things like that. And, um, there was a cruise ship at the time that was docked in Japan that no one was allowed off of um, because there had been however many cases reported on that on that cruise ship. So well, that's right. That's, yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the famous one. Um, I can't think of the name yeah. of it off the top of my head. So that's that one. Yeah, oh, you were there when that was there. there. That was in, I think it was in like Yokohama or something like that. Um, but that was there. Um, and at the time, like... When we travelled and stuff, it was very, like, at the airport, we were walking through, like, this big mat that had, that was, like, soaked with sanitizer, basically, um, to, you know, sanitise our shoes, um, you know, everywhere was, like, have you been to China in the last 14 days, all of that kind of thing, but, like, obviously, there had been a few um, confirmed cases in a few other countries and stuff like that, and China and Japan aren't that far away from each other and all that kind of thing, so there would have been some cases there, but it was... At that time, it was more like um, it was definitely majority of this was all going down in China, and it was more about like preventing it from kind of coming to them, and then eventually, I guess it has come to them, um, and now to us. But at the time, I was like, this is not like okay. So a bunch of people in a certain area of China are having a bad time. Like I get that it's important not to be letting those people go to other countries and infect other people, but like. Surely it's not that big of a deal. Um, and then six weeks later, all the way back in Australia, I don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> so I stand corrected. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. It's come as a shock to everyone. 
So what that do you? Here, a big fat apology. Yeah, that's yeah, because yeah, they know all of that hand sanitizer. It looks like it might have come in handy because you didn't get. <laughs> you didn't get um, unwell while you're over there, and neither of you got unwell when you came home, did you? Um, Pierre did get a little bit unwell, but he always usually does after he flies. Um, like it's not uncommon for him. Like I don't know if he what I think he must just have like not a great immune system or something like that. Like. He'll, he'll get a throat infection like a couple of times a year, things like that, whereas I don't normally really get sick. Um, so he was a little bit sick when we came home, but he um, actually brought a thermometer and was um, testing himself flat out with his thermometer and his temperature never went up. So we're like, oh, we're in the clear. It's not a big deal. That could have been yeah, non-viral thing that he had going on for sure. So yeah. what do you think going forward? If Because we're, we're heading into winter. So in, in four weeks' time, we're going to be in fairly coldish kind of weather what do you think the challenges will be for you being self-isolate like have you, you have you left the house since you finished work i have but only very briefly um the other day i popped out to pick up my textures and my coloring book um you know i grabbed a puzzle um stuff like that um and I've sort of swung by and just picked up little bits and pieces here and there, like not full-blown panic buying, but, you know, buying like a few little recipe bases and jars of sauces and things like that, just so that, I don't know, say if it does get a, a lot worse, more worse next week, then next week I don't have to leave the house, really. Yeah. Um, not like, I, by no means have I been like doomsday prepping, like, but, um, yeah, just to try and limit what could happen next week if it gets to a point where we are not allowed to leave the house or only one person can leave the house once a week or, you know, whatever it might be. We've got some stuff here that we could kind of make do if we had to. Um, just Actually, just before we were out, we um, went to um, EB Games and just grabbed a couple of little extra games for our Xbox and stuff like that. Pierre actually is so sweet. He bought me a Nintendo Switch um like basically like i know we're not supposed to be leaving the house now and like we weren't having a full-blown wander all over the shopping center like touching and looking and doing all of this it was more about just trying to grab a few things basically now that we have extra games and all this kind of stuff next week if we are on different kind of orders we'll be fine at home like yeah. things to keep us busy that mean we don't have to leave the house so we'll only end up leaving the house like to walk the dogs really um yeah 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 well that's it yeah well we're the same so we're pretty much the same here we haven't left here it's we're up to about day uh what are we up to i think this is like day eight or seven since charlie was last at school but we've also did we did a few days before that it's only the only reason we've broken self-isolation is to go to school basically yeah um aside from that we've been here and I have no intention of going anywhere unless I need to go and get some fresh produce and there's a lot of stuff still missing from the supermarket or where there was last week. So I need to go. I've got 42 things on my shopping list that were there from last week that I couldn't get. 42 items. I so, just remembered I didn't get chicken while I was at the shops before. Oh, uh, like a whole live one? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're not having chicken. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We're not having chicken. Hopefully, online deliveries will be up and running soon. We have no online supermarket deliveries here in Australia at the moment. They've halted them due to the panic buying. So, uh, hopefully, they'll be up and running and then I won't have to go anywhere, basically. Yeah. 
Right, so it sounds to me like you've got a fair few strategies in, in place there to try and keep you active and, um, you know, doing things during this time. Because as you say, we don't know what's going to happen. And just so you know, it's not likely to get bad for another sort of the end of May, they're saying is likely to be the peak of it. So we've still got basically eight weeks to go before we hit that peak. And that's a long, long time. So uh, I'd perhaps get another couple of colouring books. But I've done some online ordering of stuff as well to get things delivered so I don't have to go out and do it. Not that I've, you know, bought a lot, but, um, you know, stuff. Colouring in is actually, A, it kills time. B, it works for me because I work in a kind of creative industry anyway. So I'm like, this whole process of picking what colour is going to go where is like, not the same as my work, but kind of, you know, similar. And also it costs nothing. Um, and also if your pictures are shit at the end of it, like it doesn't really matter that much. Like it's not going anywhere, is it? And no, like, you're the only one. It time. I'd direct you to my um, cover photo on my Facebook page today, which has got a, a princess colouring sheet that my son had me do, Ryan's brother had me do, and uh, I drew some ducks in a lake behind it, and I would employ you to go and have a look at my duck drawing. So, And I'm just like, you know what, no one else is going to see it. Then I put it on my, as my Facebook cover photo. I'm not an artist. I'm not good at drawing ducks. They look more like a snake. A sort of, there's a snake component to my duck drawing but anyway it is, it is what it is <laughs> well is there anything else you'd like to add ryan about mental health support during this time and connecting with friends or how are you how are you looking to connect with friends um you know i actually feel like i'm the most connected with people that i have been in a while like even our um you know say our group chat for the work people that we usually will send reminders about staff meetings or whatever like we're in there, we'll be sending each other, like, um, you know, funny memes or whatever. I've um, actually, just earlier today, my friends, we had a, um, a brunch on video chat. Good idea. And I thought that they were just saying that because that's what time of day it was. But when I looked, when I actually got on there, um, my friend and his partner were actually, like, sitting at a table eating brunch foods. <laughs> Um, and there's a couple of others as well. And I was like, wow, okay, I, I thought we were just coming in for a laugh. But, wow, this is some real brunch. Um, I've spoken to you a number of times. I don't normally speak to you this often. I've spoken to my mum a few times. Like, normally because I'm at work blah, 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 all day, I can't be bothered at the end of the day. I don't jump on the phone and make phone calls because I just want to sit and, like, I don't know, play Candy Crush or yeah. something brainless rather than extending more of myself to people or listening anymore, things like that. So a lot of the times, like, when I am working, I'm not. I'm the last person to pick up my phone and make a phone call, even a text message sometimes. I'll think I've replied and it's been that I haven't. It's been a week and I'm like, oh, I hope they're not mad at me and I haven't replied. Um, so I actually feel, like, quite well connected to people at the moment because I am I am video calling people. I am doing this because I get bored. I'm like, okay, I've put enough of my colouring in. Maybe I'll call mum. Like, it's actually so every, quite good for me socially, I think. Yeah, I mean, every cloud has a silver lining. And I have heard that uh, from the other people that I've interviewed. It's been that they've done some downtime activities they don't normally get time for. They've done some cleaning activities they don't normally get time for. And they've communicated with people that they don't normally have time to com you know, communicate with. So I actually think that for many people, at this point in time, because we're not being touched by the illness, at this point in time, it's not been a negative thing. And um, I suppose we always have to work to stick together to support 
each other's mental health going forward because things are likely to change unfortunately but that's the way it is well thank you very uh, much for your time ryan <laughs> enjoy that's all right enjoy your coloring for the rest of the day and um my love to pierre uh, as well just be you sounds like a plan <laughs> thank you ryan and um i'm no sure worries. you and i will talk again soon yes very soon Bye.